welcome to the Marie Magna Cherry Show. We are live here in gorgeous, almost sunny Seattle today. We hope that wherever you are, whether it's day or night, or maybe not even spring, we wish you a beautiful day, night, and that we all collectively grow consciously during this hour that we become more aware of who we are and where we're going and what we want, and we build faith and trust with ourselves and the universe as we co-create and manifest our dreams come true. So today we're going to continue talking about the chakras, but it's Cinco de Mayo today. I loved your intro. It is. Was, Thank you. A little yeah, festive around here. Very festive. <laughs> like, so, you, so you have plans tonight to go celebrate? Actually, they're kind of open. Uh, ah. I'm hoping the rest of my friends have the same. Uh, we might just meet up for you know a margarita or something Oh, somewhere. my goodness. Yes. Know, right? Well, be careful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Take Uber on the way home if you need to, right? Just... Very popular day for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last week when we were talking about the chakras, mm-hmm. we, we were kind of like finishing up the third, what we were talking about that as we interlaced between collars and health issues and all those lovely things. Um, And uh, so the third chakra, I'll just briefly go over it again. So we have these stunning vortexes or chakras, I'll use those terms interchangeably, that line almost like a runway, um, the center of your body. They start at the pelvic floor, literally. So in between your legs, and then they move all the way up to the crown of your head, the very top of your head. And there are seven primary chakras. They make up this beautiful runway of lights, gorgeous lights that are red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and white. Um, Gorgeous lights. And then you have over 3,000 minor chakras in the physical body. They make up the meridian lines, the acupressure points. Um, They're all over. So you are just full of energy. The primary chakras are about two and a half inches in diameter, unless you're empathic, which I would say all of our callers are empathic. The people I see in my practice are empathic. So the heart chakra, which is the green one in the center of the chest, when someone is evolved or more aware, conscious, compassionate, their heart chakra grows literally, and it fills their entire chest cavity. So empathic people have very large heart chakras and That's my listening audience and people who study spirituality and many other people in the world who don't study spirituality. And we'll talk about empathy and ways to kind of curb the overcompassion that a lot of spiritualists have where they tend to negate themselves and care only for other people. And then they get in hot water doing stuff they don't want to do and, you know kind of years later go, oh my gosh, my life went in one direction because I was caring about a bunch of other people and I forgot about myself. (laughs) So we'll talk about that when we get to number four. Number three is yellow. Uh, To me, a really healthy third chakra looks like butter and gorgeous, delicious, maybe a little lemon mixed in. Um, Got some food orientation with these beautiful colors. And the emotion for this vortex is self-love. It governs key organs in the body, the pancreas, liver, spleen, stomach, small intestinal tract. And its overall responsibility is for your immune system. So it has a secondary, um, I would say, uh, guidance. It guides over all of your endocrine system, which means all of the parts of your body that you know, produce hormones. So hormones are like little messengers that communicate to all of your organs. So the third chakra is obviously a very, very busy vortex, has a lot of responsibility. Anytime we have a disease or an illness or something going on in our body, we can always trace it back to the immune system. With every primary chakra, the seven primary chakras, there is an emotional component, meaning that Yes, here's its physical responsibilities and what it is in charge of in terms of maintaining health and wellness and balance. And so when it doesn't, we have a place to go to and maybe start a conversation. And that conversation comes from the emotional context. So 
every primary chakra, one of the seven, always have an emotional belief or understanding that may not be uh, in equal balance with that person's mind and belief system. And that's where diseases and health issues come from, is from a lack of understanding and consciousness in regard to the truth and the wholeness that lives emotionally in your um, chakra system. So the third chakra is all about self-love. So that vortex vibrates its energy. It's its highest capacity based on the amount of love that you have for yourself. And the more you love yourself, the higher that chakra can vibrate its frequency and the more energy it can spread out throughout your immune system, which is really quite remarkable. You're absolutely right with as far as like people, they are so worried about everything else going around them and they do fail to see themselves and to love themselves first. And it's a big deal, especially that, and, and re, you know, going back 20 years, like, wow, I really didn't even bother thinking about that. And you had opportunities, but you pushed it on because everything else in front of you that you try to uh, attack, so to speak. I, I agree. And I think our culture has a lot to do with mm-hmm. it. Religion, you know, religious yep. beliefs mm-hmm. are taught us to be very humble and to serve others, which of course is beautiful and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And empathic people naturally do that. So the more evolved we are, the more we care and, and want to give back and are conscientious and have integrity, um, all of those lovely things. But we need balance. We're just as precious as all the people we care about. Mm-hmm. And so our love and you know, personal understanding and our devotion to our own being needs to be in balance with the love that we have for others. So practicing self-love um, is extremely important. I made a little video that will go, that's in my newsletter that will go out today. So if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, you can go to energyintuitive.com, subscribe, we'll send it to your your lovely mailbox. And there's tons of information. I always write one article, but we put many, many things in there also events that are coming up that I'm teaching throughout the year, or at least at this prime time, I produce one um, once a quarter. I mean, uh, yeah, so f- four times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, at any rate, uh, that, that solar plexus, that beautiful place about self-love, it, one of the things that helps us to be, um, I think, enhanced in that connection is to have wonderful, positive talk with ourselves, which is what I made the video about. I believe that we can manifest and create whatever we want. This is true. Science has actually proven this. Quantum science has proven this. But you need to have a great sense of worth and self-respect in order to allow things to come into your life that are in your highest good in your dreams. So a lot of times people work very, very hard at manifesting. They know all the tricks of the trade. They've read all the books. But their belief in and whom they are and what they can accomplish and what they deserve is so diminished that their vibrational pattern will not align to the dimension of what they want exists. So all the good stuff vibrates in a very positive frequency or high frequency and call it whatever you want. And if you have negative feelings about yourself and you have a lot of self-loathing, which is part of the human condition, it exists. um, It's going to be imperative that you work on that And one of the ways to do that is by saying loving, kind things to yourself all day long. Anyway, I made a little video about this. It's embedded into the newsletter. And, um, yeah. It's perfect. And more information if you're having issues on, uh, I guess, trying to have the right direction on giving yourself more self-love, they can get a session with you, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Of course. there you go. You know, I know. I don't talk about the sessions on the show very much because I book out about 14 but you got to start advance. somewhere, right? So oh, I'm, sure. I'm yeah. No, 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 no. It's, someone's here, right? Hey, it's a, we have a waiting list <laughs> yeah. and we're happy to put you on it. And people do wait and I'm gracious for it. But, you know, uh, th- one of the reasons why I do this show is so that I can mm-hmm. answer people's questions for free and um, help them as much as I can for 
30 seconds to a minute or more on the show. So who do we'll we say have? We'll say many versions, yes. <laughs> if you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828 is the number, 877-825-8828. We'll start things off with Alicia, and Alicia is calling in from Seattle. Alicia, hello. 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 Hi, great. Super interesting. So I'm calling about like relationships. Oh, moving. great. Maybe it's the chakras I need. I don't <laughs> Well, the interesting thing about energy medicine, you know, when I plan, when I started doing my practice, oh, I, th- I think I'm going on like 17 years, 18 years, something like that. Um, I really thought I was just going to only focus on the physical health of someone's body, but everything interrelates. Our relationships affect our health and, and vice versa. So when I look at a, a person, when they come for a session or whatnot, or even as you and I are, are talking, I've already drawn out your energy here, Alicia, on a, on a piece of paper in the studio is I look at the whole picture, you know, money, um, happiness, partners, friendships, family stuff. I look at the whole entire picture. So, um, so what's your question? Well, you know, I'm, um, relationships. Uh-huh. Um, I guess my top ones were, you know, I feel like I'm moving in the right direction. I feel like self-love was a, was a big one for me. And uh-huh. I, I feel like I'm getting there. Uh-huh. It's, you know, work in progress. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I'm ready for relationships and, um, really considering moving in town, just, you know, bigger place. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so, so where do you want to move to? Um, just, you know, in the uh, larger home for my children. Oh, okay. I have one right. that, you know, that's only going to be with me until he goes to college mm-hmm. for, you know, another year and a half. Mm-hmm. And how long have yeah. you been single? Uh, for probably three years. Great. That's perfect. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you haven't been single very long, even though for some people, three years can seem like a lifetime when it comes to a partner and, and having all those fun things. Um, when I listen to your energy system, and by the way, your energy looks good. You've got a couple of leaks. We'll talk about that. But I, I like the flow of your energy. I like how much you're absorbing. Even though you have two leaks, you have more chakras that are taking energy and then leaking out, which is great. That's okay. fantastic. Um but when I listen to your voice, I, I kind of feel like even though you're ready for partnership, it's almost like you're not quite sure even what you want. So I would love it if you start thinking, you know, I'm ready to date and have some fun because I don't feel fun in your energy system. I feel a lot of seriousness and responsibility, and I appreciate that about you, and I realize you're taking care of a family, so of course you need to be on task and get a lot of things accomplished. But I want you to start having fun because I'm hoping that that next partnership for you is full of laughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're right on. Okay. So how about that? Let's let's not think about you know long term partnership right now. Let's think about having fun, getting your feet wet, going on hikes, vacations, playing. I want you to think about being playful in the world. And especially it. when it comes to partnership, because you know how to be serious. So a perfect partner for you is going to be a goofball. He's going to be funny or whomever you choose, what kind of person you choose is going to be funny and laugh a lot. Of course, be practical. You know, of course, it's going to have a practical aspect. But someone who's got a great sense of humor, who's also, of course, kind and generous. But when you're around this person, you're going to laugh your head off. Okay? Got it. And okay, when you start. I may have met someone like that, oh. but I, I don't know. Are you dating them right now? No, no. Okay. Have you dated that person? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you want to? You know, I, um, 
could, yeah. Okay. I think that you're right. I think I take it too. I think you do I take it way too seriously. It's like you've got them married in your head before you go even go on a first date, and then you're looking at all the potential problems. So there's a lot of analyzing and processing that's going on in your beautiful mind, which is lovely, but not good for us. And it's not. Analyzing and processing is one of the worst things that human beings can do, and we're all addicted to it, and it doesn't help us to manifest because most of our processing is very negative and fearful. So I want you to play and have fun. Do not think about marriage. Do not think about uh, another partner for your children. Don't think about any of that. I want you to focus on having a good time, laughing your head off, and then great things will come to you and eventually someone that you would want to spend your your life with. But when that happens, it'll be more natural and organic rather than, oh, I got to make sure that he has this quality or that this is not a part of this person's, you know, belief system or whatever. Yeah, I don't want you to do that. I want you to go have fun. You're right. Yeah. And and the chakra systems that I think I look pretty good. Yeah, your crown's fabulous. Third eye, root, awesome, pulling in lots of energy. There is a small leak in the fifth chakra. So speaking your truth, a little challenging. (laughs) And then um, a moderate leak in the second chakra, which is all about your joy. But the vortex looks good. It's it's kind of an orangey-brown coloring, which is lovely. Um, and, and the leak uh, is moderate. Um, so I like that there's color in the vortex, which is very nice. But this is about your joy. Go play. Have fun. Kick up your heels. Play Twister. You know, go bowling. You know, do fun stuff. Don't make life so God. serious. Okay? I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a lovely day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks very much for calling in, Alicia. 877-825-8828 is the number. 877-825-8828. Take a look at the time here. Let's maybe uh, do one more. Okay. One more call before we take our first break. Lovely. Yep. Jane's calling in from Seattle. Looks like maybe um, a leak in a chakra herself. Jane, hello. Let's find out. Hi, Jane. How are you? Hello. Jane, are you there? Hi. There you are. Hi. 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 Sorry about that. <laughs> That's hey. okay. Good morning. Good morning. Marie, I, I am calling in to see if you would take a look at my chakras. Yeah. I'm, I just I just seem to be a little bit more exhausted than usual the uh-huh. last few days, and I'm uh-huh. curious where that's coming from. Well, first of all, even though I'm not an astrologer, I love astrology. I just want to point out Mercury is retrograde, and so is Mars. And Mars is a really big planet of energy for all humankind. So it's going to be retrograde until the end of June. So I think it's this is a great time to rest. Don't push yourself. Ugh. What? Good for that. Yeah, yeah I it's can't really leave. good for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, for me, I can't rest. It's very well, important. I think I rest know. is important. Yeah, rest I will. is really Okay, thank the you. End of the month. At the end of the month. Okay, right. at the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to be traveling myself yeah. quite a bit this month. Yeah. So, so this is the month to kind of don't push yourself is what I'm saying. Even if you have like I'm going to be traveling this month twice, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to get to the airport early. I always do anyway. I'm kind of a I don't want to miss the airplane kind of person. I'm going to relax, have tea, you know, maybe I'll go get a massage when I'm at the airport. Hey. One of my friends yeah. has a spa day every time she flies into Seattle. As soon as she gets there, she gets her nails done and she gets a massage because yeah, they have it right the in the airport, right? right? There yeah. You go. So, um, so first, I don't want you to worry about the tiredness. Just know that Mars is a little sleepy right now. Um, it's helping us to kind of reevaluate our energy, even where we're expending it. Is this helpful? Is this productive? So, when a powerful planet like Mars that has a lot of energy goes retrograde, it's asking you to reevaluate how you use your energy and where you're putting it. So, this is a good thing. Um, you do have a leak also in your fifth chakra. The rest of your chakras look 
lovely. I'm um, just absolutely lovely. You're pulling in energy, the back of your six, the crown and the root, very similar to the last caller, um, except for I don't see a leak in the second. What what I found most interesting when I wrote out your energy is your third chakra, your solar plexus. Is your mom a tough cookie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So most of the time when I see an enlarged solar plexus, um, I the, the, one of the parents was tough. It's typically the mother. And, and this is not good for your immune system, you know, to have in varying degrees, the words I use to describe moms who don't know how to let go of their kids, you know, there's you know, forms of manipulation and control, but tough cookie is a nice way to say it, sort of speak, at least with your mom, you know, this is toughness. And so what happens is when a child is born, there's like an invisible umbilical cord beyond the the physical one that was in the that emerged at birth. There's an invisible one that connects the child and the mother's solar plexus together. And it's it's just to help with the immune system, actually, quite frankly. When we have mothers that are kind of tough, um, what happens is they don't let their kids to have certain amounts of independence where their their strong energy is overclouding their child's energetic system. And they don't let the, the cord dissipate right around age three. And so, unfortunately, okay. when that happens, a lot of times um, the uh, the child will give some of their energy to their parent and it can weaken the solar plexus. And in your case, it's, it's enlarged. So instead of the chakra looking two and a half inches, it's about four inches in diameter. So I'd like it to be a little bit smaller. I can tell by when it, when you said, yes, she's like that, you, that you have set some boundaries with her. Is that true? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So how I want you to look at this, because you have those, that natural tendency, you're smart, you've got great intuition. So you can tell when someone's why even someone re- reacts the way they do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you've analyzed your mother, right? You, you've got her figured oh, yeah. out. You know why she acts the way she does. Um, and that's lovely. That's that's compassion. That's wonderful. That's insight. But that doesn't mean that it's okay. In other words, I don't want you to compromise your energy system because of her tough childhood or whatever happened to her that you've accurately assessed. I, I want you to stay right. in your own personal power. She's responsible to 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 be the best being that she can be if she chooses to do that and she doesn't choose to do in her work. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But I just want you to make sure that you're not in that overly compassionate place where you're giving her your life force because it's not good for your solar plexus. Okay. Marie, that's super, super helpful. I've made loads of progress with her, but it's really helpful that you said that. I noticed that I was crying the other night and I realized it was me having too much empathy for her. Yeah. That, that different siblings were not contacting her to spend time with oh. her on Mother's Day. And, I, <laughs> and after I cried, I went, wait, stop, stop. That's not my responsibility. It's not. I, I need to, no. Yeah. And the strife that's happened in her life with your siblings is, is, is an opportunity for her to wake up and go, wait a minute. Could I speak a little bit differently? Could I be a little bit more compassionate? It's, it's, you know, this is the planet of contrast. And so when challenging things happen to any of us, there are gifts and treasures in those experiences. And so you need to let your mother, if you keep protecting her and giving her your energy, you're not helping her to maybe become aware of things that her soul are, is hoping that she gains an awareness of on the soul really loves us no matter what, you know, there really isn't any hoping, but you know, when we cross over, we're like, sometimes we're like, dang, I, I wish I had, I wish I had allowed myself to go down that difficult road. And I wish I'd allowed myself to have that experience because maybe I would have come out more self-aware and conscious, which is always what happens when we, when we allow ourselves to have the challenges and, and in, which it would be a challenge for you to not put a warm, fuzzy blanket all over her and kiss her all over her face and say, mom, I love you. When many times she makes you feel uncomfortable, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Okay, well, Mother's Day is coming up. You're going to have an interesting day. <laughs> oh, I, I, I will. And is there anything else that you can tell me about? You said there was a little bit of a leak on the fifth. Fifth, yeah. So this goes back to speaking your truth, you know, and, and you have a lot of wisdom. And I realize that in your family dynamics, as in all family dynamics, we have older souls and younger souls, right? And so sometimes older souls, we tend to filter our truth because we don't want to potentially offend people. We're basically still talking about the same thing regarding your solar plexus. <laughs> but I I think it's important to still speak your truth. It, truth should, in my opinion, be spoken with compassion. But I don't think we should be filtering our awarenesses personally because we're, we're helping other people to grow consciously when we do that. Even if they don't do it in this lifetime, there will be other lifetimes. And sometimes truth is very powerful. It can send little seedlings into someone's tissues that they'll carry on into another lifetime that will eventually sprout and emerge into expanded consciousness. So um, speak your truth, okay? Thank you so much, Maria. You're welcome. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Cool. Well, let's run off to a quick break. You are listening to the Marie Manucherry Show. We're covering our chakras today. Our chakras is pronounced correctly. Chakra. Yes. A little more gorgeous. So we'll be back with more. If you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828 is the number. Need to trip into a new reality? Come with me to Spain this September 18th through the 23rd and ignite your connection to spirit. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. Having a place to go after school will make you a better student. Having an outlet to express yourself will make you a better artist. Having something to do together will make you a better family. At The Y, we're helping build better friends, listeners, writers, swimmers, scientists, and musicians one chance at a time. Get the gift of opportunity. Support The Y at ymca.net. The Y for a better us. Hey, Seattle. Psychic and cosmic coach Dougal Frazier will be here soon. Join Dougal on May 13th at the East-West Bookshop for a night of readings, insight, and so much more. Dougal will also host a workshop the following day guiding you in the power of manifesting. You don't want to miss these powerful events. Dougal will guide you in following your own intuition and living the life of your dreams. For more information, go to eastwestbookshop.com. That's eastwestbookshop.com. Are you interested in creating a mystical career? or deepening the development of the one that you have already created, then please join me August 12th through the 14th of this year for the Mystic Career Development Program. This class is inspired by my very successful mentoring program. During this two-and-a-half-day workshop, you will also experience yoga, as I believe the movement at the same time of learning new consciousness helps it to move deeper into yourselves. I will use my advanced intuitive abilities to help participants identify their own natural gifts and talents. Please join me August 12th through the 14th as we develop your beautiful mystical career. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Radio for your body, mind, and spirit. Alternative Talk, 1150. When I see you. 
And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in gorgeous Seattle. And uh, we're talking about the chakra system and we're taking your calls. So we've completed the third pretty much. Now we're going to talk, um, before I take the next call, we're going to talk about the fourth vortex. It's in the center of the chest. And for empathic people, like I, I spoke about briefly um, in the intro, the heart chakra is huge. So the average size of a chakra is about two and a half inches in diameter. We don't want the solar plexus enlarged. It actually means weaken, a weakness in the immune system, potentially. doesn't mean it has to manifest, just potentially. But however, in the heart chakra, uh, we do want it to be large. So it's a sign of evolution when um, the heart chakra is large. It means that that person is compassionate and that allows for integrity and, of course, empathy. So collectively, the human race in, in 2012, we moved from being in our solar plexus together. We were all kind of collectively hanging out, all the human beings on the planet, trying to figure out what self-love means. And we've reached a tipping point, which I don't know what number that is in terms of the population. I don't know if that's hundreds of thousands or millions of people now know that self-love is important, even though we still are working towards having a great understanding of that, a greater understanding of it. And we've been talking about it, at least in books, since the 1950s. You know, pretty much every self-help book on the planet has information about self-love. So at any rate, we reached a tipping point uh, a few years back, and now collectively we've moved into the heart chakra. And so we've moved into this place where we are learning to be empathic, those people whose heart chakra is has not expanded yet, it remains two and a half inches in diameter, they're learning to be empathic. Kind of a painful process. Usually something very painful happens that allows someone to gain a lot of compassion. And then those people who are already expanded into empathy, they're learning to be compassionate towards themselves, which can also be painful. That usually means that someone's something probably happened, like maybe someone lied to us or we felt betrayed or... Uh, you know, th- things of that nature. And empathic people tend to take all the responsibility anyway in any situation. So they're learning to realize that not everything is their fault. And, and in, in truth, you know, in higher consciousness, nothing, no, nothing is anyone's fault. We're all just here to learn and to grow and to make different choices and to make different decisions um, as we progress in life. This vortex governs the breast tissue, um, the lungs, the heart muscle, the upper back, the thymus gland. So uh, it also governs the circulation of blood in the body. So how the blood moves throughout your arteries and your veins is governed by the fourth chakra and how your lymph fluid moves through, through your lymphatic system. So if it's moving well or not um, has a lot to do with the circulation of the energy that you use in the heart chakra. And interesting enough, the back of the heart chakra is about receiving energy. So all chakras receive and transmit life force energy. And everything in the universe is made out of energy particles. But the back of the fourth is the highest receptivity vortex in the physical body, and it pulls in abundance. So love, health, wealth, and joy, if you allow yourself to receive, which is an important component of manifesting and creating and staying healthy, is to be able to receive enough particles in your body and to maintain a nice flow of particles in your body so that you can um, be healthy, happy, you know, have enough substance in your life and finances and um, love. Be strong with self-love. That's what the key is. Yes, this is true. 877-825-8828 is the number. 877-825-8828. We are taking your calls today. Karen from Fall City, Washington. Ooh, and we have a lot of Washington State today. We do. Yeah, it's kind of unusual for us, but but hey, we it's, love it's that. Homegrown it's homegrown. It's homegrown today. Thing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, what can I do for you? Hi. Hi. Hey, I'm so glad I got through. 
Hey, I have a kiddo. He's eight, almost nine, uh-huh. and he is not well right now. Okay. Um, he's been sick since Saturday mm-hmm. with abdominal pain, uh-huh. and they thought maybe it was his appendix, but they couldn't actually find it on the ultrasound. <laughs> and they said that <laughs> they said that um, he's got some inflamed lymph nodes in his stomach. Mm-hmm. But um, I just can't seem to relieve his pain, and I know there's some kind of energetic component to this, probably. Uh-huh. And so, so you, you so you took him to the doctor hands. and they couldn't see his appendix, which probably means that they're they're not worried about the appendix right now because when the appendix becomes infected, it kind of swells up, right? So yeah, that's that, what they told us, right? So like, okay, it's it's hidden somewhere. This little tail of a of an organ is hidden somewhere, and we're just going to assume at this point that um, his appendix is fine. But they noted some lymph nodes around his stomach were swollen, but they didn't hospitalize him, correct? No. Yeah. So. Can you as a parent be okay with that? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't actually like going to the hospital, so. I know, but you're worried about I, I, him, you know. I'm worried about you him. You are yeah. worried about him. So, and so did you take him to his regular pediatrician? Yes. Okay. And, and, mm-hmm. okay. So, so you, and when was that on Saturday, you said? Um, what, what day was it? On Monday. On Monday. Yeah, Monday. Today's Thursday. <laughs> Has he improved at all or is he still the same? You, well, he was really good yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It was fine. And I was thinking, oh, great, he can go to school on Thursday. Uh-huh. But then last night, he just really was complaining about pain. Uh-huh. But then he said, I think I was just tired. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we need to notice there's a difference between being tired and being in pain. And right. tell me if you're just tired or if right. it actually is painful. Right. Um, but then he just didn't sleep at all last night. And he mm-hmm. was like, to his angels, please. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes viral infections are kind of get more excited in the evening. And infections overall, okay. for some reasons, tend to have more of an evening rise, but certainly viruses. I, you know, I, I'm going to feel confident that, you know, especially said he, since he had an ultrasound, that your physicians know what they're doing. And if his symptoms worsen, I, of course, would take him back or take him to Children's Hospital because they're experts mm-hmm. in, in child health. Um, are you in a partnership? Yeah. Are you guys fighting or having challenges? Uh, yes. Yeah, because that's what I'm picking up on is that your son is picking up on this and it's making him sad. So mm-hmm. now now that that doesn't mean you have to go pretend, you know. Um, you have a very sensitive kid who's very aware and has a, a strong sense of consciousness and he is feeling sad that his parents aren't getting along. I think he's kind of almost seeing the end of the road. Of, of his parents' potential relationship. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So have you talked to him about mom and dad? No. I would. Kids are smart. They are smarty pants. They know exactly what's going on. I, I was always a parent, well... I was pretty naive in my own marriage about what was going on, quite frankly, for most of my marriage. I was pretty, I was in my empathic heart giving all my energy to my family rather than making sure that I was having some for myself. It took me quite a while to learn to do that differently. And then, of course, then my marriage ended. (laughs) So, but it was a very good thing for all of us, I believe. So kids are smart. In other words, what I was trying to say, I did talk to my kids, but I I only talked to them to what I knew, and I didn't know that much (laughs) at the time. You're very aware. You're very conscious. You know what's going on. Have some conversations with your son that are age appropriate. Maybe ask him, so how are you feeling about mom and dad these days? You know, some I think when you talk with kids, 
talk to what they are are saying that they have an awareness to. You don't have to spill the beans about a lot of stuff, but get curious about it. I think this is going to make him feel better, by the way. Also, cucumber juice is really great for detoxifying the lymphatic system. Um, and, sure. and so what you do is you get, or, you know, if you have organic cucumbers, you can use the the skin, as long as your son's not allergic to cucumbers, which I don't think he is. He loves all vegetables from what I can see. Yeah, he loves cucumbers. He, oh, great. So you juice them because there's an enzyme that's okay. released in the juicing. So you have to use a mm-hmm. juicing machine. And um, I know that the dosage for adults is three cups a day. So maybe a cup of cucumber juice, you know, for like a week. Um, if, if you, It's not going to hurt him. So I'm assuming, you know, watch his stools. You never know. Enzymes mm-hmm. can do all kinds of things. But that could be a right. great thing to help him naturally you know, release this um, kind of pressure and this buildup that he's feeling in his lymphatic system because he he loves both of you very, very much. But I think you need to find out what he's thinking so that you can have a conversation with him that will help him to be okay. Okay. Okay? Hmm. Yeah. Can you just give me like a general reading of his chakras too? Like, if I, I already drew them out. His chakra system is is very clear, so he doesn't have a lot of energy in his system. I think it's good that you've let him stay home. I think he, I think he needs some mental health days, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I would keep him home yeah. throughout the weekend, and you know, start this general conversation. Which, by the way, you're really uncomfortable with. Can you feel your resistance? Yeah. Yeah, you're really uncomfortable yeah. with it. So maybe get a book on on you know on about children about. When you have a difficult thing going on in the family, what are the best ways to approach it? How do you know when to, you know, to not say too much? The rule of thumb is to ask the child what, you know, any question that they might be feeling about it and speak to that level. That's that's the information they're looking for. Um, but maybe get right. a book, read over it so you can have some confidence, feel good about it, not freak out. You come from a family that shared too much. You know what I mean? Um, uh-huh. when, when stuff was going a little wacky. And uh, there's always a, a fine line. But kids are smart. They know stuff even when we're not telling them. And I think we need to honor that. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, for sure they do. Okay. And just, you okay. know, you, you don't need this reminder, but if, if his symptoms get worse, you know, please take him to the doctor. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to call her this morning and check in. Great. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks, have Marie. a gorgeous day. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. So, uh, yeah, kids are bright. Well, you yeah, were and just I'm... telling me the most amazing story about Eli. <laughs> do I did I say his name correctly? Yes, yes. The, he's the younger of the the twins. Yeah, by two Benny minutes. has twin yep. by two minutes. So <laughs> he has... really is. How old are the boys right now? They turned five uh, last Aww. January. Yep. Happy birthday, late to the boys. Thank you very much. And uh, so you got you're you're preparing to get some new furniture in the house, yeah. right? Well, you know, you just got to change things up. Things yeah, just when you got so... little kids, they right, kind exactly. of like ruin the furniture. Well, that's the thing. That's why we kept one for so long. And I'm like, <laughs> just beat that one up. And then, <laughs> so my mom is moving to a new place, and so she's kind of you know expunging some of her old stuff, and Love I'm it. able to get a new couch. Yeah. So I talked to him about this, and both of them, Ethan and Eli, and are talking blah blah. blah you know, we're getting a new couch blah, blah blah. So the day it's supposed to show up. You know, I'm putting the old one out, and I put a Craigslist ad, you know, saying free and blah, blah, blah. And Eli's like, what's going on, Dad? I'm like, well, <laughs> we're getting a new couch. And I'm like, he's like, but why? I like that couch. And I'm like, I know, buddy, but, you know, Grandma Me's giving us another one, a, a newer one. Yeah. He, and then he just, he looked at me with those little dopey eyes, you know, and he started just welling up. I'm like, buddy, it's okay. He's like, but I like 
couch. It's so fun. I'm like, I know, buddy, but we're going to get a new one. Right. And I tried to, you know, calm him, you know, calm him yeah. down a little bit. But <laughs> so then I, I actually took the couch out through the garage. And, and so he watched me do the whole thing, too. And I'm like, I probably won't do this next time. And then he got upset <laughs> even more. Put but I shoe- think that's good to let him I know. Cry. It really is. It's no, really no, I'm not sweet. saying I'm not. But it was just yeah. I didn't think it would be over yeah, that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that would be over like maybe one of his toys that he had been, you know, sleeping with or something like that. Or, so I put out, you know, a free sign and, and yeah. put the list on and say, hey, come. To, it's great couch, blah, blah, blah. And he puts on his shoes and goes out and sits on it. Aww. I know. I'm like, buddy. So I sat down with him, Aww. you know. But it was just like, oh, little guy, we're going to get a new one. And he's all. Brand new couch is coming. So it was just, they are very emotional yeah, little creatures. They, they and, just, yeah, yeah, they're just, they're very aware, uh-huh. you know. And, and so when he, I guess when he saw the little couch going out, he's like, okay, well, there goes our family. And we all sat well. on that couch. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. You know, it's funny on the other end, you know, how kids act like they love all the furniture and don't ever sell this. I'll take it when I go. They don't take your stuff. No. So, Benny, <laughs> I'm telling you, I've got a house full of stuff and garage full of stuff that my kids will not take. So, you're doing the right thing, <laughs> you know? Good. It's got really some good. Here. Yeah. Some support. yeah. So who do we have? Why don't we take another call before we talk about the fish shop? All right, sounds good. Or we have a break. We can do that Ooh, after let's how do about one more call. All right, let's do Crystal calling in from Kirkland. Crystal, okay. welcome to the show. Hello, Hello Crystal. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? Um, I have recently been translating all of my I guess all of my energy into fear and anxiety and I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. But you've been doing this for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that what's happening, which is really good is you're recognizing it. So congratulations. You know, sometimes when we recognize something, it, it seems huge. It's kind of like when you buy a new car and you, you never saw that car on the road before and now they're everywhere you know, because you're looking for them. So yeah, Believe me, this fear and anxiety that you're talking about, you are getting a handle on it. It is actually less than it was even two years ago. But I'm grateful that you're recognizing it. I'm I'm absolutely thrilled that you are. So what do you what are you doing? What's your tool, your technique when you're in that space of freak out? What what, what is your plan or um what, what's your mode of action? Do you have one? Well, I first eat a dark chocolate bar <laughs> okay dark chocolate all right um and then i just try to i try to be present i try to let beauty catch my eye i try to but a lot of it is just like my logical side trying to talk myself out of it <laughs> yeah. so have you just sat with it and become friends with it Rub elbows. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm recommending um you know it's, it's if you want to grab that dark chocolate that's fine um and, and I would sit with it. It wants you to become friends with it. You know, that's what you need to do. Anything that we're like running away from or we wish would go away, we need to sit down with it and and play nice instead of ba- trying to banish it from our reality or our or our experience. It's it's very very important to sit down with it and become friends because then it's going to relax and and it's going to take deep breaths and and then you're going to understand it more. You're going to know where it originates from, which is in your case, you've got a huge amount of past life situations that are fear-based. Everyone does. I'm just seeing a whole lot of yours right now. It, it has to do with security, you know, safety and security. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So I'm seeing about four, perhaps five past lives where really terrible things happened. Um, and if you think about the dark ages, they happen to just about everybody. So, 
old souls have lived through many, many things. And sometimes when we haven't resolved it, we haven't come to peace about something, the previous lifetime, even though it's over with, the energy of it still exists in a hologram that's vibrating outside of our auric field. And when we get triggered through normal life circumstances, or sometimes abnormal life circumstances, um, those holograms get activated and they start to send energy into our auric field that freak us out even more. So if you start to sit with yourself and and start to be okay with it, you know, like, uh, you know, this is okay. It's okay that I'm scared. It's all right that I'm terrified right now. Then I think you're going to get information that's going to be uh, explained to you through this lifetime because anything we haven't healed in a previous lifetime is already played out or is playing out or will in this particular lifetime so that we can have another opportunity to revisit it in a different way. So something will come to your attention, and it could be even something previous lifetimes. Uh, sometimes people do get awarenesses of that. And, and then you'll be able to have a different conversation with that part of yourself because you'll have a different perception. So probably something in childhood, you know, affected you. And so I would recommend you sit with it. You're, you're actually doing great. You're in, in the right space right now. Um, mm-hmm. Things are moving forward. Just sit with it when it happens. Don't push it away. Become friends. Sit with it. Love it. Um, honor it. It's a, it's a teacher for you. Will that help all of my hormones settle down and everything as well? <laughs> yeah, you do have a large leak in your second chakra. It, it could very well help because the adrenal glands have that fight or flight response that's a normal part of the adrenals they sit on top of the kidneys and of course the they they are governed by the second chakra but that whole area is um also governs the reproductive organs and the adrenals have a lot to do with all of the hormone production in the body because they're like the powerhouse for the endocrine system so yes it could very well have a positive effect on your hormones but become friends with it laugh it, pretend like your fear is like a small child and, and hug it and love it and tell it that you're there and you're, you're not going to run away from it and that you'll always be there and that, you, that there is safety abound. Just sit with it. Okay. Okay? Okay, thank you so you're much. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. So can we talk about the fifth for a second before we take sure. a break? Okay, it's yay. Show. Okay, it's my show. All right. <laughs> so the fifth chakra sits in the throat. And its color is, it's really supposed to be a robin egg blue. It has a great and amazing relationship with the fifth layer of the auric field, which is cobalt blue. Um, the, the throat chakra can look either clear for me, like white in color. It can look black in color. It can look every color of blue in the rainbow in between. It's all about speaking one's truth, um, saying what you really feel, not what you think, but what you feel, which we've talked a lot about on the show, about getting out of your head, resting in your abdominal area somewhere, either the second or third chakra, and really connecting to your emotional body and speaking from that place, living through that from that place. That's really um, our authenticity, our super being, our super consciousness has a great gateway from that time-space reality. So this area governs the thyroid gland, the mouth, teeth, and gums, the cervical vertebrae, so the neck. And just to give you an idea about how off this vortex can be, especially in the, in the United States, the most prescribed drug in the U.S. is thyroid medication. Hmm. So not antidepressants, <laughs> not opiates, um, but thyroid medication. So um, that speaking our truth is challenging for us. It's not an easy thing to do. And if you, if you, if you even look at the media, you know, and, and the most popular stories like, 
you know, um, I'm obviously a liberal. I've never, you know, hidden that from the listening audience. I do get sometimes little notes about don't talk about politics on the air, but <laughs> I actually like politics. I think it's interesting and cool. And, and I think it's just really weird that the Republican nominee is someone who really would not be good for the country in my perspective, right? That's just how I feel about sure. it. Right. So, mm-hmm. but look how much media attention he gets. Right. He gets more media attention than any of the other candidates uh, he does. And so, we have a, a really weird thing about truth. We really think that drama is more important than truth. And so we reflect it in our movies, you know, tons of violence and, and all kinds of interesting things in our television shows and in our newspapers, right? So we're confused about what truth means. We don't really understand it collectively. And look at where we are right now collectively. We're in our heart chakra where we're going to be in the fifth chakra eventually. I don't know when it will be, hopefully in my lifetime. I don't know how long it will take for us to move up into the throat chakra. So speaking one's truth is huge and important. And speaking truth is not about convincing other people about what you believe. It's about expressing who you are and letting other people have their belief system. Um, That's extremely important. So on that note, and I'll talk about the fifth layer of the field when we come back, we're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We will be right back. In the pristine setting of Sun Valley, Idaho, May 27th through the 30th, the Sun Valley Wellness Festival features the top speakers, visionaries, and practitioners addressing diverse aspects in the fields of mind, body, spirit, and environmental wellness. Featuring keynote speaker Jewel, Marianne Williamson, MC Yogi, and over 30 speakers, including Marie Manucherry. For more information, visit sunvalleywellness.com. That's sunvalleywellness.com. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schapp. You may know me from ESPN's Outside the Lines and SportsCenter. What you probably don't know is that I've suffered from Crohn's disease for almost 20 years. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America's Take Steps, Be Heard walk program is the largest national walk program dedicated to raising funds and awareness to combat Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. To learn more about how you can help and to find a walk site near you, please visit www.cctakesteps.org. Hey Seattle, Sidekick and Cosmic Coach Dougal Frazier will be here soon. Join Dougal on May 13th at the East West Bookshop for a night of readings, insight, and so much more. Dougal will also host a workshop the following day guiding you in the power of manifesting. You don't want to miss these powerful events. Dougal will guide you in following your own intuition and living the life of your dreams. For more information, go to eastwestbookshop.com. That's eastwestbookshop.com. Marie Manucheri, RN and renowned energy healer, provides accessible instruction for helping you tune in to your health at a deeper level in her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Offering a compendium of illuminating case studies and practical self-care techniques, Marie invites you to learn more about the chakras, energetic preventative care, and tools for accessing intuition. Intuitive Self-Healing is available at Amazon.com and Energy and Intuitive.com. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Oh, 
great music, Vinny. Thank you so much. You're bringing back my disco days. I love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. You still have uh, the uh, attire? No. Come on. But one of my girlfriends does send me disco earrings and Ooh. jewelry often, like little big globes, you know? Oh, yeah. And di- little disco balls? Little disco oh, balls. Geez. She sends them to me. I and... can wear them, too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got pierced earrings, so for those Great. who Great. I'll bring them know. next time. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll rock them. fun. Oh. We're, we're having lots of fun today talking about the chakras and answering people's mm. calls. So the the interesting, one of the interesting aspects to the fifth chakra is the fifth layer of the auric field, which is inside your auric body. Everyone has this huge aura that surrounds them. Um there's, I could talk about it forever, uh, but we only have like eight, five, six, seven more minutes on the show, so I can't do that, something like that. So the, the fifth layer of the org field is about life purpose. It's the divine plan. Everyone has a purpose, natural gifts and talents. Everyone does. I believe we have a global purpose, and that is to experience joy. I believe that joy is the messenger that's keeping us um, on track to find other gifts and talents that are a part of us so that we can live them professionally or as a hobby or whatnot, you know, so that they're in our life. So the divine plan vibrates very high functional energy when you speak your truth. So if you don't speak your truth, there the fifth layer of the field doesn't get a lot of actualization. It actually stays kind of stagnant or unfulfilled, if you will. It, it can't show you your natural gifts and talents as you repress your voice and the wisdom, your super consciousness that lives inside of you. So when people start to sit in their soul, so to speak, or rest in their abdominal area and start to become aware of their emotions, hopefully they express themselves. And when they do, even if they're talking to a wall or writing it down or a kitty cat or, you know, it's an active part of their everyday life. And whenever they do this, they're actually sending profound energy to the fifth layer of their org field, which will help them to recognize whom, who they are and to live more purposeful in this world. So um, that's one of the coolest things, I think, and this relationship between these two huge energy bodies. Um, who's our next caller? Yeah, I think we have uh, time for about just one more. We'll one take, more. Yeah, we got, uh, let's go with Rose from Woodenville. Rose, Love welcome to the Rose. show. What's going Hi, on, Rose? Darling? How yeah. are you? Hello? Rose. Rose. Last call. Going for Rose. Three, two, and Rose. <laughs> Okay. All right. We'll take Cheryl calling okay, in Kirkland. Cheryl. Hello. Hi, Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Hi, Marie. Thank you very much for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? Oh, well, originally I was going to ask about the third chakra, but uh-huh. uh, with your previous callers, I think they answered a lot of those questions. Wonderful. So if you could just do a, a, a scan or tell me about my my guides. Oh, guides. Sure. Of course. Yeah. You have what I call a fortunate number of guides. You have 11 guides. So um, partnership is actually good for you. If, if you allow yourself to pick a good mate, it's actually a very positive experience for you. Um, are you in partnership right now? Yes. Oh, great. And is it good? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so picking a good mate is really important for you. Elevens, because it's a double number, it comes down to a two. They do really well in partnership. How long have you been in this partnership? 25 years. Okay. What, was it good most of that time? In the beginning, it was great. And even mm-hmm. before the beginning, I knew Aww. him as a friend. It Aww. was great. But as we've gone through life and it's ups and downs, you know, so, uh, he's, a, he's a Taurus and he's really stubborn. And well, so are you. You're very stubborn. Uh, yeah. You're <laughs> so very we, stubborn. We tend to butt heads. So yeah. are you saying that you've stayed too long 
or are you saying that your relationship needs a, a shakeup? I think it needs a shakeup. Okay. Yes. So are you, what are you doing about that? Well, I'm trying to reflect on myself because Good. I know I cannot change him. He was not here to feather my nest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, it, I know basically I have to take responsibility. You know, he's a mirror for me. Right. And I have to see the areas where yeah. I'm just like he is. So really, that's a beautiful and wonderful thing, you know, because if he wasn't there in your life reflecting this, something else would be. Um, so so just keep that in mind. A lot of times people think, well, you know, this is the, the problematic thing. But no, this is the, the, the light that's shining some beautiful reflection towards you. Right? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but I would in this relationship, and I'm sure you have, but I would just encourage that you set some some like, honey, this is okay, but that's not okay. And, and, and I also would love it if, if we moved collectively over here. You, you know what I mean? Right. I think that would be very good because he does kind of need some, some posted notes along the way. I, yes. think, I think those are helpful for him. I think that overall he wants to make you happy, but you, you, sometimes your posted notes are like, why did you do that? You know, kind of a thing. Right. And maybe the posted note could be, Hey, could we try this? And then how about this over here a little bit later? And then this is my final goal that this is what I would love for us. This is what I see for us in the future. I think yeah. you could inspire him more that way. Um, right. Rather yeah. than being defensive and yeah, tug of war yeah. kind of thing. Cause it, it just doesn't work, you know? <laughs> no, it doesn't work. You know, no. it, it doesn't, you know? So, so that's what I'm recommending. So you have 11 guides. Your primary guide is a male and um, you have some animals in your guide group and children as well. Um, whenever I see children that or guides that look like children, it means that playing is very important for you. Um, so, you know, not taking life so seriously and not trying to make everything perfect, but right, make, right, right. make life a little messy. Have some fun. Yeah, right, 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 right. I tend to take things too serious, too, serious too personal. Yeah. Too, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you're, I, I, let me just say to Cheryl in your defense, you are a lovely human being. You've got great integrity, wonderful compassion. You really care about people. So, you know, we started the show talking about self-love. So I would recommend that for the rest of the day, in your mind, I would love for you to have silent, beautiful, kind conversation with yourself as if you were speaking to a child that you adore or, you know, some beautiful young person. Yeah, okay? my inner critic is so strong. I'm sure she is, but she could take a vacation and let's work on making it permanent. Spend the rest of the day being kind to you. And then I wonder what will happen when you come home tonight. Thank you so much for calling into the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And so, you know, Benny, I just want to, before we go off the air, uh-huh. you know, I'm going to be staying in the studio. I'm not leaving today. I, I usually leave right after the show, but Shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, well, secrets out now. Secrets out. Um, <laughs> I, I'm having the pleasure of interviewing Marianne Williamson mm-hmm. for, um, pre-recorded interview. Uh, she's going to be at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival in Idaho this lovely Memorial Weekend. And she's going to be doing um, a, a wonderful class on spirituality and sadness. It's going to, actually that's her keynote address. She's written a gorgeous book which we will talk about and we will air this of course, um, so, of course many times this month. And then she's also doing a workshop on relationships. So you can go to the um, Sun Valley Wellness Festival or you can go to energyintuitive.com because I'm also speaking there and learn all about it. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining in. And I'm going to skip off so I can have a nice little chat with um, Marianne Williamson. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.